Why is it that we entrepreneurs always walk on the sunny side of the street? We're risk takers. We're curious folk. We're persistent. We're optimistic. And we never fear failure. We know that everything is awesome. And everything will be more awesome once we add our Midas touch to it. That's why we do what we do. Right? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can go see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, you're going to get to meet an employee-turned-entrepreneur that got herself into a bit of a big business backup plan blunder. Say that five times fast. You'll be reminded why it pays to listen to advice, sometimes, and why having a fallback is always a good idea. It's time for a big business blunder. Meet Najwa Floick. She's the creator behind Paper Flow Designs, where she helps crafters learn how to use digital art to make handmade craft projects for their family and friends. While living in France as an expat mom, she started making digital illustrations and saw that she could reach people with her art to help fellow artists, crafters, and small businesses with their projects. She now has over 10,000 sales in her Etsy shop. She runs her business as a full-time mom entrepreneur, doing school pickups and drop-offs, and running a household, all while building her biz. My biggest mistake was that I quit my job before I really had started my business. This is the place where so many of us begin. Do we quit before we have to start up the startup? Or do we wait it out and juggle two jobs before we split? I had started my business. I'd been working in my business for three years while I was still working um, as a secretary in an office. And I had like a three-year plan. I said, okay, I'm going to work here for you know the next three years. I'd been there for like 10 years previously um, to that and in the next three years, I'm going to, you know, save up some money on the side and be ready to quit my job and go full time in my business. Be like, you know, a full time artist and blogger. It'll be great. So I found out about this government program, which lets you um, they kind of like help you out to become an entrepreneur as long as you qualify. Uh, so I found out about you know the, the requirements and I found out that I did indeed qualify to be a part of the program. So they were kind of going to be like an incubator and help me learn about, you know, how to become an entrepreneur, how to set up my legal status, how to like get my paperwork done and just like also provide financial aid for a year. So all in all, if everything worked out at the end of the program, if I qualified and if they saw thought that my business plan was viable, 
I could qualify to get like financial aid uh, from the government for one year while I was, you know, starting up my new fledgling business. So I thought, okay, great. This is, I'm a shoe in for this. There's no way that I can't get this. I qualify for everything. In the pre-round, they said, yes, you qualify. We can get you started. Here is like a counselor that will work with you. Let's go over that again, shall we? This glorious program that Najwa discovered would provide her all the things. They'd help her fill in the right spots on the introductory paperwork that every entrepreneur has to wade through. They'd help her secure financial aid. They'd counsel her through to a viable business plan that would qualify her to land a year of support to keep her afloat. That's a lot. With all of that thrown her way, How would she not also equip herself with the confidence needed to bolster her through the process and know that she'd be accepted on the other side? Wait, there's more. And they said, you know, the one thing they said, don't quit your job before, you know, you have the final decision, before you've gone through the whole process and you know that you'll qualify for the financial aid. I said, okay. But after about like a week, I started thinking a week or two, I started thinking, well, I can, I can go ahead and quit because I know I'm definitely going to get this. Ah, there it is. Optimism prevails again. We tend to override any negative possibilities when something really great pops up on the horizon. But this wasn't just an ice cream cone or a new dress. This was a pile of promises that doubled, tripled, possibly quadrupled Najwa's optimism to the point where it was easy to make the decision to quit. Can you blame her? I told my counselor that I was going to quit my job. He said, you know, that's one of the things that we we kind of tell you not to do. But if you really think that, you know, there's no stopping you, then I don't know what else I can tell you. So I, I went against, you know, the better wishes of my counselor. I quit my job. I told them that, you know, I was leaving in like a month's time and I won't be coming back. But then, you know, you, I guess you can figure out what happened. <clears throat> Drum roll, please. I sent in my paperwork with my counselor. He helped me do my business plan, get everything set up. And I was told that I would not be able to get the grant because of other reasons. And the reasons were, oh, I had already been working on my business for the past three years. So it didn't really qualify as a new business. It was sort of like a mini business that had already been started. And they really wanted something that was like a brand new business that I had set up and thought of the plans with my counselor. Needless to say, I did not get the, um, the financial aid that I was waiting for, but I had already quit my job, sort of without a backup plan. <laughs> Why is the world so unfair? We could go ahead and judge the counselor for not being more knowledgeable about the process or the types of businesses that were permitted to move forward and get the grant. We could judge Najwa for being frivolous with her decision-making and decide to jump ship before she knew it was a sure thing. But this is the part of the story that you can only tell in hindsight. If you think you're a shoe-in, of course you move forward fast like lightning. If you have the determination of a true entrepreneur, 
Of course you'd pity the short-sighted counselor for not seeing your business as greatness. If you know that the grant money has your name written all over it, you wouldn't give your steady paycheck a second thought. But I digress. I still, you know, was feeling nervous about everything. I had already quit, so I couldn't like, you know, back up and say, okay, I'm going to go back to work. I just kind of had to forge ahead. But the lesson learned in this was that, you know, have a backup plan. Don't think that anything is a shoe in because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what the cards may hold. Um, luckily for me, I did have some, some savings. I had some money saved away so that I wasn't, you know, completely stranded, but, um, it definitely was a wake up call to, to know that not everything is going to be as sure as you think it is. And to definitely think about, you know, having that backup plan and maybe, you know, taking the advice of people who have come before you. Say it with me. Have a backup plan. Don't think that anything is a shoe in You never know what's going to happen. Say it again. Then write it down. Then tattoo it onto your forearm. I'm always ever so grateful for the folks who'll walk us through their very personal, very hard stories that shine a light on what the rest of us don't yet know. We hear all the time that we should have a backup plan, but we don't always know why. And we don't always know people that have been impacted by the fallout of falling without a parachute. Thank you, Najwa, for sharing with us what was a hard lesson to learn. We risk takers need this reminder that not everything goes so swimmingly, even if our optimism tells us so. You don't call, you don't write, why not do both? Call or text me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review, pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and Nadawa for making this podcast with me. You can find all of her glorious illustrations and designs at www dot paperflowdesigns.com that's p-a-p-e-r-f-l-o designs.com and hey thanks to you for listening i'll see you next week